And of course, the Robinson family. I just feel like he just blesses us when he comes. Not complaining, not complaining, uh, but our, our attendance the last two or three weeks have kind of been down a little bit. Uh, let's work on that. Let's change that. I, uh, you know, I, I've not made the contacts that I should and need to make, but uh, the Huntington family, they're sick and continues to be sick, it seems like. My wife is sick, Pete Carey. I see Dee here. She just braves the storm and comes on out, but the Sidock family, they're down in south somewhere. Uh, Sister Valerie, she's had surgery. She's not here. And I got Eli on the thing. I jotted it down. I, he's had the flu. He's getting over it. Amen. But uh, they are here. Brother Brother Johnson's working. And, uh, you know, just uh, we just got to pray for our attendance. And a lot of it is sickness. A lot of it is. And so I was with the crew myself, uh, you know. Uh, for a while in the hospital there a few days and so I really can relate to people who are sick and just kind of out of pocket hey let's put that uh, let's put that scripture text up here and I, I, I you know and this is this is what I was going to preach on today amen just simple simple scripture here God is a spirit and they that worship him what, what, you know some folks don't get this you know you know, God's, he's not um, politically correct all the time. You know, because he doesn't worry so much about whether he offends this group or, oh, you might offend these people. No, he just says it. He says, God is a spirit, and they that worship him, watch how he uses, the word he uses, must. You must worship him in spirit and in truth. He just gives a directive there. Oh, we got to be careful. You know, you know, listen, if you don't worship him in spirit, you're just wrong. If you don't worship him in truth, you're just wrong. He just gives it all right there, all in a nutshell. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Now, whatever the directives, whenever God gives you a directive here, there's a reason about it. He's not just putting those words in the Bible to take up space. He, if, if you will get to studying the whole of the scripture, you'll find out when God gives a command or a directive, there is a reason behind it. I just ran my own little reference, and I remember back in Isaiah, amen, I remember the scripture, amen, I think it's the sixth chapter of Isaiah, just to make a connection with that right here. Listen, listen, God wants to bless us. He wants to heal us. And that's why it's so easy to pray around the altar. He wants everybody to be blessed. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all come to repentance. But Isaiah said this in the sixth chapter. He said, in the year that King Uzziah died, it's a, it's a landmarker here. It's a time he was referring back. He said, I saw also the Lord sitting upon, his, upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Oh, I saw God. There was a, it was a vision that Isaiah had here. Above it stood the seraphims. Each one had six wings with twain. He covered his face and with twain. He, with two, he covered his feet and with two, he did fly. And one cried unto another and said, and here's what they're doing. 
Amen. Brother Jason, they were worshiping here. They were trained. They were, they were made to worship. They were created to worship. That's all they had to do. Now, we're created to worship too, but we're also supposed to replenish the earth and make a living. And we got a lot of other things we do too. We're not like the angels, all right? But here's what they were crying. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. What are they doing? They are worshiping the Lord. Is what Isaiah saw. He saw this. Amen. Now, I have this underlined in my, in my old Bible here. And this is, if you wonder, like, what if I don't? What if I do? This is what God's getting this. You know, you have to worship him in spirit. And this is what he's getting it. Isaiah saw it hundreds of years before this, all right? And verse four said, and the post, this is what happened as a result of that. And the post of the door moved at the voice of him that cried. And the house was filled with smoke. Now, I don't have a lot of other references to go to, but let me tell you something. What I'm getting out of this, and I just feel like the Spirit's just speaking really, really loud and clear to me on this right here. If we'll just simply be obedient to what God said about worshiping Him in spirit and in truth, why, why would I not want to worship somebody that I care for and somebody that loves me enough to die for me? Why would I, what, what, what would be the reasoning behind not worshiping and praising? What I feel like Isaiah saw, Brother Jerry, was that, that these people were worshiping and because of, it all started with worship. And because of that, something supernatural took place. Didn't the Bible tell us about, didn't, doesn't it talk quite a bit about miracles and healings and stuff? A miracle is something you can't explain scientifically. That's what that is. Now, you, if you can explain it and figure it all out and why this happened, and that's what they do with the miracles in the Bible. Well, you know, the wind started blowing somewhere, and you could, they, they look, you know. All that's just, you know, just human reasoning. That's all that is. But nobody even knows that. Why don't, why don't we just claim the miracle? Why don't we just say God's big enough to do that? Heaven is his throne, and the earth is his footstool. Amen. He sits upon the circle of the earth. He is God Almighty. Hallelujah. He he said in Isaiah, he said, I didn't need no help doing all of this. He said, I created all this by myself. There's no God formed before me. There'll be no God after me. I did all this by, by myself. Oh, and by the way, amen, the people who don't know how many gods are, he said, there's no God beside me either. I'm all by myself right here. Hallelujah. And if we can learn how to worship him. Somebody just asked me, amen, what's the difference between praise and worship? Just got a chance to explain. Amen, just a little bit. It's kind of shallow, but it might help somebody. Listen, we praise God for what we get out of him. We praise him because he saved us. We praise him because he's the healer and he blesses our finances and blesses our children. We praise him for that. But we worship God simply because of who he is. And that's what those, that's what those beings were doing. They didn't need anything from God. They were created to worship him. And they said, holy, holy, holy unto the Lord. Holy, 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 the Lord God Almighty. And they did it day in and day out, hour after hour. That's all they did. Now, here's the thing with us. We were created to do a lot of other things. But you see, we were also created to worship. We have a choice. We're not not mechanical. 
And I think a little bit, even though the angels had a choice, you know, they, in fact, Lucifer, he, was, he decided not to, and he had pretty good influence and influenced a third of heaven and caused everybody to get cast out. That's why we have demons all over the place. And that's when he became the God of this world. But you see, we, we as human beings, this is what makes us different. We can choose whether to worship or whether not to worship. We can choose to come to church or we can choose to stay home. Of choices. Amen. And because of that, when somebody chooses to worship, this is my choice. I want to worship him. Starts down here. Oh, that's where the blessing is. That's when the doorpost in the house begins to move. That's when the miracles take place. That's when things happen that you can't explain and you can't understand it. Let me just go a little further. Let me just say, that's when somebody with no joy, uh, you don't know what happened, but something took place. It, you know, it's, it's not like a toothpaste smile. No, 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 something deeper than that. It started way down. Oh, I've got something to praise him for. I've got something to love him for. I've got a reason to shout. I just decide. I just believe I'm gonna praise him. I just believe I'm gonna get happy. That's the difference. That's the difference. I'm gonna close with this. I'm gonna close. I'm in an organization, great organization. None of us are perfect. Amen. Listen, I'm not saying we do this, but indirectly we've done this, Brother Ruck, over the year. We call meetings, special meetings. You know, we try to figure out how to get people to do right and live right and act right and quit sinning and get people to shout and how to, how to lead worship services and how to, you know, effective ways to do this. We, we try to figure out how to get people to love one another, quit fighting and fussing and cussing each other out. And none of it works. <laughs> none of it works. You know why? Because it's not some outside. Listen, you, we can't, your bishop can't set enough strong, hard rules. The board can't come together and make all kind of ideas and put all that together and make a church shout and love each other and smile and get along and have, you know, you can do none of that. No, 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 no. That starts way deep in an individual spirit and soul. Is this thing worth it or what? Listen, I believe it is. Amen. Listen, there's only two places that I read about in the Bible. I know that people's invented purgatories and all kind of stuff. And I don't want to be too straight with you, but I want you to understand. According to the Bible, there's a heaven and there's a hell. I want to, listen, they used to tell us when the preacher would preach, I mean, they'd tell us, it's almost like he'd hang you over hell for a while. You know, I could feel the heat almost when he'd preach. Scared me to death as a young person. Oh my God, I gotta live for God because I don't wanna go to hell. I know they teach against all that, but, but last time I checked, you know, God didn't take it away because it's not politically correct. There's a hell. That's where all liars are going. And he names a whole bunch of other sins and that's where they're all going. But then there's a place that God's provided. Amen, we don't have to go to that place. Amen, and I decided one time, amen, this place where there's no more sickness, there's no more, there's no more dying. We won't have any more funerals. Amen. No more funerals. Amen. <laughs>
Hallelujah. No more, no more dying. No more dying. That's where we're going. That's, that's where we're headed. Hallelujah. And as just a young person, I decided that's where I want to go. So when he says we must worship him in spirit and in truth, I have no problem with that. That's what I'll do. I'll get all the truth I can. I'll get in the spirit. Amen. If it's shouting time, I got my shouting shoes on. If it's praising and if it's dancing, I have no problem with that. Amen. Hallelujah. And there's been joy all along the way. Amen. It's your decision. Praise God. But that's what he said. I got a lot more in that sermon to preach to you and I'll do it some other time. Amen. But I feel I feel that we've moved, Brother Green, a little bit out of the praise and we moved into some worship. Hallelujah. Here's, here's where you get when you start worshiping. Like, God, I really like to be healed in my body. And this is the bottom line. But God, if you don't heal me, it's not gonna change anything with mine and your relationship. That's, that's worship. That's worship. Amen. I'd like to have a little more money. I'd like, to, I'd like for, you know, I'd like to have a little more, more money to do what I wanted. You know, everybody's, you know, we could we find a place to put it. But God, if you just, if you, if you just decide to make me poor and I never, I never get any more money, I'm still gonna love you. It's not gonna change anything with my worship. I'm still gonna worship you. Hallelujah. On that note, on that note, every single one of us, if you'd be honest with me, there'd be things that you'd want to change. you change about this church, you know. I told somebody the other day, I said, you know what, it's sad that we all, a whole bunch of us, we had together in here together. All of us got little flaws. All of us got little personality problems and this and that. We got little quirks. But we all had to come in here together. <laughs> I told somebody, y'all know I've said this before, I said, you know, some folks just like a cute little porcupine. As long as you keep them at a distance and you learn to do that, you don't go cuddle up a little porcupine. But I don't want to shoot them either. You just, you just say, ooh, look at that. Ooh, that cute little. You get close to it, it'll stick you. Let's just cuddle it. And some folks, and you know, I love everybody, the smallest little meanest little kiddos in here and the people who won't won't smile look like they just ate pickles for breakfast <laughs> I love every one of you but some of y'all you know what I'm going to do like, hey pastor I'm like hey how you doing, how you doing? bless you and just keep on going because if I got close to you I'd want to do harm to you <laughs> no I'm kidding <laughs> Hallelujah. That's what you have to do, folks. That's words of wisdom. Like, hey, I love you, but don't cuddle up and buddy up and arm up everybody. You don't have to do that. You are, you are told that you're supposed to love everybody, and it's impossible to love some people up close. <laughs> so you learn those little key tricks. Hallelujah. Just keep on loving, folks. Amen. I could preach about that a while, but you've been standing. Amen. Love y'all. What a, what a spirit. Listen, we are so blessed, Sister Carol, 
to have a church. Brother Green said it already. I don't know why. I've got, I've got little ideas why, but there's liberty in this place. There was liberty here on Thursday night. There's liberty before church started, before Sunday school started. Amen. And so I'm, I'm a little addicted to this place. Amen. And li- listen, listen, if, if the thing hadn't changed, just hold on a little while. Amen. If the thing is bugging you and bothering you and hindering you, just just hold on a little while. Bask in the presence of the Lord. Be the path to this altar. Amen. Say, God, here I am again. Amen. Be like that woman that was that was importuned. Amen. I the judge said, I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of what she wants, not because I want to, but because she won't be she won't leave me alone. It's every time God turns around, here I am. Hallelujah. And your prayer will get answered. You'll be all right. Amen. In Jesus' name. I release blessings. Hallelujah. Help. Peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Amen. And I'll let you go right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You're dismissed. Shake hands. Be friendly. Amen. With your neighbor. Amen. Take these blessings with you. Amen. Love some folks up close. Love some from a distance. Bless you.